Welcome to 2021 and our time together and I want to start by uh, reminding us of something that the writer of Hebrews says and I think it's important for us at the beginning of this year and particularly our context to remember this. Having said so many um, powerful and amazing things and we'll come back to it uh, a little bit later but uh, he reminds his readers that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and yes, indeed, forever. Hebrews 13, verse 8. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want to begin by telling you of an incident that we experienced some years back. Uh, Gail and I went to Portugal on holiday. And we were meeting up with our children there and we had only been able to get flights in on that particular day that arrived in Faro at 10 o'clock at night. So we duly got there, picked up our vehicle and um, had the wonderful experience of trying to navigate in the dark, sitting on the wrong side of the car, on the wrong side of the road and with unfamiliar signage. And we came to this spaghetti junction, this wonderful modern flyover with roads going in all sorts of different directions, and we safely navigated it. And we're quite happily and merrily going along our way. But after a period of time, we began to realize that we should have been where we were trying to get to by this time. And the, the realization dawned on us, essentially, that we were lost. It was dark, there was very few cars about and we were on our own. Turns out we were heading merrily towards the Spanish border in the exact opposite direction that we were trying to go. And I think that as we begin this new year, there are so many upheavals taking place in our world. There is so much um, uncertainty, a sense of darkness if you like. And I'm not going to go into all the details of what's happening economically and politically on the health front and so many other things. But there is a, a fair level of anxiety around. And it's good for us to remember that in the darkness, there is still this truth. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. Nothing has changed. And it's going to be probably a difficult year, if not for you or for me, then certainly for those who are around us and people that we will come into contact with. And it's easy to lose focus. It's easy to lose hope in this kind of context and for our eyes to be on the circumstances that are around us and not on the things that give us stability and security in this world. Let me tell you another story. When you fly into Cape Town International Airport and you come out and you've hired your vehicle, um, you are confronted as you walk out of the airport with Table Mountain. Not perhaps the classic view that you get on postcards, but this monolithic mountain that forms the basis of the whole city. The whole city lives around the base of the mountain. And it doesn't matter where you go in the Cape Town area, the mountain is omnipresent. 
and you can possibly get lost as you're trying to find your way somewhere. But you can always look up and see the mountain is there and reorientate yourself and find your way. And in a way, that's the metaphor that I want to look at today. It's easy when we land in the dark. It's easy when we are unfamiliar with the territory and the signage where we feel we're on the wrong side of the car and on the wrong side of the road for us to get hopelessly lost and be heading in right the opposite direction. But with the Cape Town situation, us as those who are followers of Jesus have this wonderful security, the sense of safety, that Jesus is our rock, that God is our fortress, that at any time of the day or night we can look up and there is this monolithic, immovable rock on which we are based. And we can reorientate our lives and continue to be focused on what is good and true and proper and, and, and correct. Now, it's the same for us this year. There are going to be many times where we will find it difficult to know which way to go and possibly even get lost. But there is this security that we have as followers of Jesus, as children of the living God, that we look up and there is our rock. There is the way and the truth and the life. The same yesterday and today and forever. And going back to the old Advent story in Matthew 2 verse 2, the men from the east, the so-called wise men, they continually each day fixed their eyes on the star and it guided them to the safe haven, the, the place where Jesus was. Revelation 22 verse 16, right towards the end of Revelation, right at the end of our Bibles, we have this. It says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring, he says, of David and the bright and morning star. Jesus says to, uh, to John and to the disciples at that stage, I am the morning star. I am the star that you can guide your life by. There is no question that if you orientate your life by that star, if you get up every morning, and Peter actually says that in writing the second letter he writes to the, the persecuted church of that time. In 2 Peter 1 verse 19 it says, And we have the word of the prophets made more certain, and you will do well to pay attention to it, as to the light shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in our hearts. What Peter is saying is that, that we need to, as the followers of Jesus, refocus our lives to the morning star. We realign our lives constantly, morning by morning. That star, that guiding place where we are able to know which direction we're going in. And we are brought to safe harbor when we focus our lives on the morning star, the bright morning star. Now, going back to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, a well-known passage which says that we ought to keep our eyes on Jesus, as the message says, or let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. My concern for us this year 
is that we could easily lose sight of what we are here for. We are here to see the kingdom come and God's will be done. And yes, there is all kinds, there are all kinds of uncertainties and difficulties, and there will be dark days ahead. But we have a mandate, we have a mission. We are ambassadors of Jesus. And he's called us to continually each day get up and reorientate our lives on him, fix our hope on him. Do not lose focus on what it is that we are about. Our lives, our times are in his hands and we need to be conscious that he is the one who will direct our footsteps. Coming back to Hebrews 13 verse 8, Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. Our mandate hasn't changed. Jesus hasn't changed. He says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe absolutely everything that I have commanded. So the first thing is that we have to keep consciously focusing our attention on who Jesus is and what his mandate and mission is for us as his children. He says to us, I am the light of the world and we need to uh, continually be uh, focusing and keeping our balance and devotion for this year. But it's not just about us, as I've already mentioned. And I want to just tell you a story. Leonard Sweet, um, in his book, Aqua Church, uh, relates how um, in, the, in 1986, he goes to a concert in Cincinnati of a singer called Amy Grant. Now, not many of you perhaps will have heard of her, but she was pioneering at that stage in the sense that she had started out as a gospel singer. She had been singing her songs to uh, churches. Her popularity grew. She was doing uh, stadium uh, concerts for uh, mainly for Christians. And then came this massive controversy where she put out her music all over the place. And in 1986, there was this whole period where it was called her crossing over and uh, she was um, releasing her stuff in the secular market. Now, Leonard Sweet talks about going to this concert at Kings Island in Cincinnati and how um, she had uh, sung certain songs and um, was telling them about the songs she was writing, about the tour that she was on, and then it says... He says, and he writes this, he says that she became very quiet. And out of the great silence, she confessed to having feel, feeling great pain at all the abuse and derision from her sisters and brothers in Christ. Because so many of the Christians had said that um, you, you couldn't do this. You had to, to sing Christian songs to Christian people. And she then spoke of her resolve to keep speaking and keep singing for a wider audience. And then she said this, and he said it struck him so forcefully that he actually wrote it down on a piece of paper that he had. And she said this, some people think I should stand in the light and give my witness, but I believe God has called me to stand in the dark and there to give off my light. I know there is danger in the dark, but God's word has told me that I'm all right as long as I don't lose sight of the light. And I think that's profoundly true. We are 
followers of Jesus. In the Gospel of John, there are so many I am statements, but there are also statements that are not only the I am, but you are. And where he says, I am the light of the world, he's in a sense saying to us as well, we are the light of the world. And he didn't call us to be the light to the church. He didn't call us to stand and be light in the light. He called us to stand and be light in the darkness. We are called to be the light of the world and following in the path of Jesus, the true light, as we saw in John 8 verse 12. Uh, Paul writes to the Ephesian church and he says this, For you were once darkness, Ephesians 5 verse 8 says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. And I would like right at the beginning of this year to reaffirm for us that we live in the light, that we follow the light, and that we are to live as children of the light in a world that is broken, bruised, and damaged in so many different ways. We are the ones who will stand as light in the darkness. Now, going back to my uh, images of traveling and getting lost, the other day we were out for a walk and this white van pulls up and winds the window down and asks us, do we know where so-and-so road is? We helped the man on his way and off he went. With all the technology and all the navigational um, gizmos that we've got this day, this man who had to deliver a parcel couldn't find where he was going. And in some senses, there are so many people who do not know where they're going. They will not perhaps all stop and ask for directions. They won't all come to you and I and say, um, help us, we don't know what we're doing or where we're going. But we are to be, to be available and attentive and discerning as to what is going on around us in people's lives. We are to be the light of the world in the darkness. And so as we move into this year, um, don't let your light be dimmed. It's a little bit like the, the virgins who, who run out of oil. Um, we don't want to lose the, the energy, the light, the sense of joy and peace and celebration, even in the midst of the darkness that we have as followers of Jesus. And so my message is really simple today. Let us shine this year. Let us be those who bring joy and celebration. Let us be those who bring peace and a sense of hope and certainty and security in the midst of all these difficulties. Let's shine this year.